Hello, hi, and welcome to The Piano with Harriet Stubbs. It is a beautiful spring afternoon in London. I am just back from New York and preparing to concertize the new album, which will be coming out later this year. So part of that process is memorization and I thought that today we could talk about the process of memorization and different methods that I have come up with over my years of performing, um, which may benefit you, but I definitely find that my relationship with memory is a constantly evolving process and what worked three years ago may not work this year brain is changing and so matching that and also becoming more time efficient at memory um, are definitely really useful skills particularly when you don't have very much time to memorize for those of you that are new to the podcast welcome the last episode was about the nature of authenticity and recording and different ideas around that and approaches um, because I have just come back from recording my new album with David Bowie's pianist Mike Garson off of Aladdin Sane and the record spans repertoire from Bach all the way through to David Bowie and even Coldplay. So some of the repertoire that I went in to record I had been performing during the lockdown where I gave 250 concerts and some of it I had just a few weeks to learn and so it's not internalised and memorised in the same way as some of the pieces that you have perhaps already heard me performing. What I just performed for you there, I'm sitting by my piano today as I can record it on my flat and not on the go, so we're doing the whole thing live. I have been memorizing over the last two weeks um, and it is on the album. It is Mike Garson's homage to Glenn Gould and J.S. Bach. So for those of you unfamiliar, J.S. Bach is Baroque composer, um, very famous um, contrapuntal multi-voiced work. Glenn Gould, was a Canadian pianist, quite controversial and very original. One of my favourite Bach interpreters. So outside of the preparation involved in getting pieces memorised, there are then different layers of memorisation. There's the type of secure where it sounds good in a practice room, but when you play it in front of someone, things come up that you wouldn't normally feel were insecure. And that applies to them taking it into a smaller venue and then a larger venue. So if I'm doing an hour long program for memory, then the ideal situation would be to be able to try each work separately and then perhaps try them on social media and to friends and then into smaller venues 
and then gradually preparing to do the whole concert from memory in a large venue. In order to give yourself added security and really to know the piece as well as you possibly can, really there's no better lesson for that than live performance and every time you perform it you learn something about the piece that you didn't know before and areas that of detail that perhaps wouldn't have been apparent because there's nothing more in the moment than giving a live performance so the practice of performing from memory is an art in itself the experience of performing from memory as well adds both good and sometimes bad experiences all of which inform the next preparation and also create efficiency in your practice. So I think of my memorization in four different categories. Analytical memorization, muscle memory, visual memorization and oral memorization. So analytical memory is for me looking at and dissecting the harmonies if it's contrapuntal music which means music with multiple voices of equal importance rather than a melody and accompaniment such as a fugue or indeed something like the piece I just played. The analytical memory is really helpful because your ear is not able to fully grasp every line individually at every moment. So when I prepare for memorising, especially in multi-voiced works, I tend to actually use colouring pencils for different voices, for returns of different themes. So I'll have, say, red for a motif that comes back repeatedly and learn those motifs back to back so that I know the differences between all of them. But it also then feeds into my visual memory, which is memory of what the score looks like. And those colours, because I've added them as well, make the score appear to be new. And so you take in the information in a more effective way than without, because it looks different. And also you've coded it, so different parts you're able to visually and analytically think of at the same time. And then muscle memory is physically your muscles learning the piece. And muscle memory is unreliable because there are so many different directions which your muscle memory has learnt to go. So particularly with 
say classical repertoire where you have a theme that comes back multiple times with slight variations and the ability to then go off into the wrong version of that without having the analytical memory to back it up to be using in tandem with your muscle memory. Also muscle memory I find under pressure is less reliable and it almost lures you into a full sense of security in the practice room because everything feels like it's in place and if it goes wrong it doesn't matter anyway. And then oral memory is what your ear learns and I really like to back that up with left hand separate memory as well as hands together which is harder but it is the part that your ear learns less because it is biased towards the tune which is so often in the higher registers so the left hand alone memory is really helpful for that and also when memorizing not using the pedal and will reveal any areas that are not as secure as you thought they might be. So now for quite a different style. This is much more harmonically complex and chromatic and so the memorization will be more around analyzing the chords than separating the parts and the bass in the same way.
bit of Space Oddity, which was David Bowie and uh, arrangement by Mike Garson, which is going to be on my new album. That was just a tiny piece of it that I was playing for you. The harmony there is quite complex, but the anchors for memory are different. Uh, for example, those bass notes at the beginning of the bars. And also the fact that there's very clear sections between the verses and choruses. One of the key parts of memorising for me at the moment is that if something is not 100% secure yet or is new memory, if I don't practice it every day and specifically the memory of it every day, not just practicing it from a technical angle, I find that the day after that, so much of what I had done seems to be lost. And when it's reached a certain level of security where you have been performing it regularly and it's really internalized then that's different but certainly when it's fresh memory every day is really critical. I also find that wherever I finished off for my last piece of memory the previous day is where I start the next day so that the weakest part of my concentration, which is at the end of all of my practice, is then where I start and work backwards through in the reverse order to what I'd started with the previous day. Otherwise you tend to end up with the same weaker areas, especially if it's one piece and at the end is weaker than the beginning or whatever. And recording your practice is, I find, so helpful for me in terms of even hearing the areas that I skip over when they're new or I'm not quite sure of them and that allows me to know afterwards that I really need to tear apart the memory in, in that area and really get to know it and that is one of the wonderful parts of memorising is that you internalise the music and learn it at a deeper level than if you hadn't been forced to memorise it and whilst it's also important not to memorise I think too early until you've really taken in all of the detail once you then memorise, even if you eventually decide that you don't want to perform it from memory for whatever reason, you have that level of knowledge and the piece opens up to you in a whole new way that without having gone through that process, I don't feel that I anyway have the same kind of access to. And it also gives you agency and authority in performance and you know sometimes it's not always possible to play from memory I don't always play from memory there's many reasons for that I mean chamber music I, I don't play from memory if it's very contemporary I often don't or if I've had to learn it in a very short period of time this program is my album and I'm taking it out into the world and I want it to be really fully internalized and I have the time to do that so I'm really enjoying almost relearning some of it in a deeper way than I had had access to before. What I was saying about not having the time to memorise, when I have less time, it's even more important that I'm efficient in my practice. And one of the most exciting parts of having been in music for as long as I have is that I learn new levels of efficiency in my practice and 
every time I nail a new one, I'm very excited about it. And so there are things that I do that do save me time. And I would say that patience saves me the most time. If I know that something feels like the memory isn't quite there and I decide that there isn't enough time to go over it and just need to push through, then that insecurity can lead to so many other things going wrong because then the muscle memory isn't where it's supposed to be. And in fact, the most efficient is both in terms of time and of course quality, but especially if you're time pressured, I certainly find that being really strict about everything that doesn't feel quite right in that moment will pay dividends in getting it learned, internalized and ready to memorize quickly. I also think that sleep is really important in the process of memorizing and I don't sleep very much because I've got a lot going on and work across multiple time zones, even whichever one I'm in, I'm still running three somewhere else. The idea of having a sort of seven to nine hour sleep night is not going to happen. However, I do strategically sometimes in the process of memorization, if something really isn't working, take a seven minute nap, go at it again, and often the work that I've done just before then will have gone in. I also find that just reading the score like a book, perhaps whilst listening to a recording of it, sitting on a flight somewhere on my way to perform it is a really good way of consolidating the practice before I did and preparing myself to go and, and get off and play it. So I'm going to close out with a little excerpt from Coldplay's Yellow, which is going to be on the album. I hope that you enjoy it.
was The Piano with Harriet Stubbs, season one, episode seven. This episode on memorization. I can be followed on Instagram at harriet.stubbs, TikTok, pianist Harriet Stubbs 88, and you can also find me on my website. Should you wish to ask any questions, there is a voice app activation within the podcast where you can send in any questions that you have and I will play them live in the episode. Thank you very much for listening. See you soon.